can improve our physical health so that we can enjoy the life God has called us to, to the absolute fullest. Hello, ladies. Welcome to the podcast. I'm excited to hang out with you. Welcome, especially if it's your very first time and what's going on, what's up, if it's your usual. I am laughing for multiple reasons. Number one, uh, if you would like to find out more about myself or my programs or anything like that, you can visit my website, fitmomlifetothefullest.com. I am a Catholic wife and mom of three boys, and I run that website, and I run group challenges. I train personal training clients one-on-one, all online, so all distance here. I have postpartum and pregnancy programs up there and all that good stuff. So if you are in any of those seasons of life where you want to utilize them, you can go look those up anytime. I have multiple women in both programs right now because obviously it's very specific to when you are pregnant or when you are postpartum. Um, and as always, you can hang out with me anywhere uh, that you would like to. I'm mostly on Instagram at Life to the fullest. I also have a bunch of old workouts, emphasis on the old. I'm going to start getting into recording more workouts for YouTube. I used to have these all on a subscription site, so you only had access to them with a subscription, but now they're on YouTube for free. So if you would like to ever look up a quick hit workout or core workout, they're all just press play and go do them with me. So that is there as well, I guess, if you want to hang out on YouTube. All right. I am here strapped with baby number three. (laughs) He is literally strapped to me. So if you hear him gurgling or snoring in the background right now, he's just kind of hanging out. So that's cool. I'm also laughing because I just sat down to record. The other two are napping. This is when I usually do it. Um, And I see a call from my mom. I literally had just tested the microphone and I'm like, oh, so I answer real quick and she's like, oh, I'm in your driveway. I've got food for you. How is that not the best call you're ever going to get in your life? We do not. uh, That's not a norm. So it's very exciting and like Christmas to a mom. I feel like to be like, oh, just some guac and granola and uh, paper towels, just some random staples that a mom decided I needed. My mom particularly, obviously, <laughs> but it's just such a funny thing. Like, huh, I wonder if I'm going to do that as an, an, a mom of adult kids. Like, oh, I'm just here with some laundry detergent. So funny. So much appreciated. Also, actually, super spoiled me here with, I've talked about before in the podcast that eating healthily does not have to be expensive, but it's always those like extras that are expensive. And those are the funny things that my mom will be like, oh, did you see that Wegmans has this almond flour cookie, whatever. And you you know, it's like four cookies for $12 or something. So she just did that with that. She put in, um, it's the brand is so delicious and they're cashew milk like ice cream bars. So super exciting, super decadent because I never would have splurged on that. It was probably like $15 for four of them. (laughs) Uh, But, and that is true. That's a total aside, guys. Like usually I will say like eating healthily does not have to be expensive because, you know, bananas are super cheap. Eggs are super cheap. There's ways that you can get your protein, get your produce in, you know, not very expensive at all, but then if you want, you know, the fancier almond flowers and like the signature special ice creams, almond milk ice creams and stuff, that's where it's definitely going to be expensive, which stinks. I wish it wasn't that way. Absolutely. Because my pantry and freezer would look a whole lot different if, you know, that was not an option or an object. An object, guys. I can talk. All right. Today we are talking about food as well. Uh, we're going to talk about fall produce. What is good for fall? Now, My total disclaimer is I know I have some of you listening from California and some of you listening from Nebraska and like all over the place. I am in upstate New York, so I'm going off of what is seasonal here. 
So it's not, you know, this is not across the board going to be true. But generally, even in warmer spots, you can correct me if I'm wrong on this, but I did do a little bit of research. Uh, even in warmer climates, some of these do line up. You just can usually get more of these more year round than you can in like in upstate New York in the fall. So I think it's really fun to eat seasonally. This is a way I think that you can keep yourself from getting bored in the kitchen or in your meal planning and things like that. Like I love apple things and I love pumpkin things and I really only bake and make them in the fall so that we're excited by the time it gets to fall. There are some decadent things that I make. Apparently that's my word of the day. It's already the second time I've used it in five minutes. Um, I make apple cider donuts every fall and they are not healthy. So that's definitely what I'm not sure. It's not my recipe either. You can Google it. It's the New York Times recipe. My family loves it. I love it and I'm not a donut person. I think because at the end you literally dunk the donut in melted butter and then in cinnamon sugar. So there's not much to dislike in there. Um, I do make those every year. But if I made those year round, guess what? That would be a problem. So I make them once or twice a season. I've already made them once. Um, but obviously beyond that, with the healthy foods, it's still a nice way to make sure you're not getting sick of things or overdoing it. Because there are certain things that eat year round. You know, I'm always eating my overnight oats, but I could make them pumpkin pie overnight oats. I could put pumpkin pie spice in them and add a little canned pumpkin for fiber or whatever. I could make uh, like apple something oats or you know some other kind of apple thing so in a healthy way this can help you not to get bored when you are meal planning and prepping and to kind of look forward to the things that you are eating because that's what's going to make it more sustainable long term if you don't like what you're eating if you're eating egg whites and like rolled up deli meat all day because you think that that's the only way you can hit your protein or hit your macros then I would challenge you to to try to get more into eating seasonally even if it's not seasonally and you just challenge yourself to try like one new recipe a week so then you can expand your horizons a little bit. I do love cooking. I love experimenting. So it's not hard for me. It's very fun. I wish I honestly could. I love talking about workouts and training you all with workouts too, but I really just wish I someone could pay me to just come up with recipes in the kitchen. And I think I would love that. I But at the same time, I would say I wish someone could pay me to just write workout plans all day. So I get to do both and people do pay me to do that. So that is a good time. <laughs> but anyways, we're going to get to the list here. So I got this from, I should cite the website. I think I still have it on my phone. Hang on a second. TheSpruceEats.com. And I didn't list every single one because uh, some of them were just kind of obscure. Like, well, I guess this not, is not obscure, but leeks are apparently in season in the fall. I think that was really a hot one to mention. So I just picked and, and chose the ones that I thought were a little more relevant that you might want to put in your meals or, you know, add to dishes or whatever. So number one, apples. Apples are definitely in season in the fall. And this is you know, apples and pumpkin I've already mentioned are probably the two biggest ones that come to our mind when we think fall. So Again, get beyond, I'm not going to talk at length about every single one, but beyond just having apples, you know, you can make homemade applesauce, you can probably make homemade apple juice if that's your jam. I don't really do juices, I'd prefer to give my kids the physical fruit or chew the physical fruit myself, get the skin in there and everything, but um, I made apple pie muffins. You could do apple in your overnight oats again, like I've said. Um, apple, you can make desserts out of it. Obviously, apple crisps. I make 
all the time every single season, apple pie, but healthier versions. I do have a paleo apple crisp that I can share as well. I haven't sent that one out yet. I did send out the pumpkin muffins, but I have not sent out the uh, ap- paleo apple crisp. So I can do that for you guys if you are on the email list. If you are not, if you just shoot over to fitmomlifetothefullest.com, you can put in your email address on the homepage and then I'll add you to the email list. But anyways, you could just even do baked apples with like a tiny bit of sugar or not. Coconut sugar is a great sugar option. So you could sprinkle it with coconut sugar and some cinnamon, but you could also just do, I mean, they really are sweet enough usually when they're in season like this, baked apples with some cinnamon sprinkled on top, those kinds of things. I'll stop talking about apples because I said I wasn't going to do recipes on this. Like, Britt, you're just going to go through the list and not talk about them all for 10 minutes, but here we are. Okay. Artichokes are apparently in season and fall as well. I love to flavor things with artichokes. I'll do like a lot of uh, artichoke chicken, like a one pan meal or sheet pan meal. Arugula. Love, love, love arugula. I have arugula in my fridge right now. I just toss it with romaine to kind of enrich the salad and get a different kind of green. I'll do, actually right now I've been doing romaine, spinach, and arugula out of my alphabetical order here. But spinach is also in season in the fall, at least here. So get into these salads. The This is a hot tip for all of you, and especially those of you who are newer getting into this and thinking like, I'm being healthy because I'm eating a salad. It does matter what you are eating in that salad. If you are eating iceberg lettuce, it's really not that nutritionally dense. I hate to tell you that. It's going to be better, you know, for you calorie-wise than maybe having something on bread or in a wrap because you get to eat for volume. You're eating a lot of food for not as much calories, but it doesn't have the same nutrients that your dark green leafy vegetables have. So arugula and spinach are great sources of vitamins and minerals that you should be having. So Go ahead, throw them in a big salad, do a little, you know, olive oil and balsamic or some clean dressing so you don't, you know, undo what you're doing. But also you do you because I'm also one to have a buffalo chicken salad and I will put real blue cheese on that and I will do that till the day I die because it's so delicious. Okay, here's one I do not like. (laughs) I will keep on the list for you because it is apparently in season. Beets. I really wish I liked beets. Beets are very good for you. I also, when I was running, I read read a bunch of research about how beets are really helpful for runners. So look that up if you're a big time runner, but I cannot get into this. If you like beets, let me know and let me know how you eat them or make them. Because thus far, there are very few things I cannot like make myself like, and beets is definitely one of them. They're on my no list, but if they're on a go list for you, then go ahead. They're in the fall. Okay, broccoli. These peak in their late fall, which is awesome. I love broccoli at any time. Brussels sprouts, same thing. I love Brussels sprouts. I just do those on a sheet pan with a little bit of um, avocado oil because another hot tip. I like to give you lots of tips on these asides. You might know some of these or all of these and you're like, Brittany, just go through the list. But Each oil has its own individual smoke point. I should do a whole episode on this, but um, I used to use olive oil all the time until I learned this, but if you were going to roast vegetables in the oven at like 400, you should not be using olive oil. I think its smoke point is only up to 350 or 325, so it will alter the taste of your food there. So I use avocado oil when I'm doing vegetables like that. Uh, Cabbage. That's another one. Not big on my list. There is actually one meal... Shout out to my friend Jess. I don't think she listens to this podcast, 
But I don't, I didn't think that I liked cabbage, but she had made this meal for me twice when I had Joey, then when I just had Judah, and it's like unstuffed cabbage rolls. They are delicious. They're amazing. Jess, if you do listen, I don't think you do. I need to ask you for the recipe. <laughs> um, or if a mutual friend listens to this and tells her, I need the recipe, Jess. Um, they're really, really good. I think it's, I don't even, I can't even begin to guess what's in those, but maybe some of you make that kind of thing as well. And you know what I'm talking about, but cabbage is in season in the fall. So go for that. I'm excited. Now I want to do that one. Okay. Carrots. Here's another one where you can delve into like carrot cake muffins, or I do a carrot cake overnight oats too. If you are new to the podcast, you've not heard me talk about the oats a million times. And if you have listened to me forever, I'm sorry, because I'm always talking about the overnight oats. But basically, I just do steel cut oats, almond milk, a protein powder. And then my go-to vegetable is usually, oh, I do a nut butter as well. Then my go-to vegetable is usually shredded zucchini. But I do do these with carrots sometimes. And I just do shredded carrots, vanilla protein, and then I'll do almond butter. And I think that tastes delicious. And I call them carrot cake overnight oats. Whereas other times if I do it with zucchini, I'll do it with peanut butter or whatever, mix them up. But carrots are definitely another good one. I mean, when you can put like a vegetable in a um, in a baked good, like a muffin, that that is always a win to me, right? Okay, cauliflower is another one. Lord knows we make everything out of cauliflower these days. So if you are big on just eating your actual cauliflower or you make your own cauliflower crust pizzas or something that is in season. Celery is apparently at its peak in the fall. I thought some of these were just really interesting because I really didn't realize they have. I guess obviously everything has a harvest time, but some things that are harvested year round, you're like, hmm, when is its peak? And celery was one of those that surprised me where I'm like, do you ever actually taste better than... (laughs) I think you just kind of taste the same all the time. Celery is just a vehicle for me. It is the vehicle to the salsa or to the guac or to the hummus. Like, I don't think anybody really likes the taste of celery. If you do, also let me know that because I think it tastes like nothing. All right, eggplant is in season in the fall. I can't get down with eggplant either, but maybe you do. There's lots of eggplant parms and things that you can do with that, little like um, mock pizzas and things like that. Ah, another one I can't get down with. I told you guys that I really am not picky, but a lot of these do not jive with me. Figs. Just added it on here because, it, you know, maybe you're into figs. I don't really know what nutritional benefit they have for you. I think they have fiber. But, yeah, figs if you if that piques your interest. Okay, grapes are apparently harvested in the fall. These are not the highest nutritional value either. They're kind of the highest sugar fruit. I don't buy them for my kids because I figure I'd rather have them have berries or something that have a little bit more to offer. So wouldn't highly suggest delving into those, but you know, they're not going to kill you. If you want some natural sugar, grapes are the way to go. Mushrooms are good in the fall. Onions apparently harvest late summer through early fall. So, and the next one as well, onions and peppers, according to my website and according to my region, harvest more late summer, early fall. Interesting. So I did grow peppers in my garden this year and my sister grew onions and my peppers came in way not way earlier than this I think like about a month ago and I'm still getting a couple jalapenos and bell peppers so I guess yeah late summer early fall is accurate there um even though we're not technically into fall yet I'm recording this like almost last week of September so it's coming up but anyways onions and peppers the popular pumpkins that I 
talked about already. We kind of, I think, all know that that is in fall. I also want to do an episode in the future on healthy baking swaps, but there are so many things that you can swap pumpkin in for oil or butter or something like that. So if you do like the taste of pumpkin, obviously you could do that as much as you want to year round. I do that a lot with applesauce because applesauce is similar. You can swap that in for oil and I think it's a little bit more neutral. Uh, But there you go. That's a fall one as well. You could make your own homemade applesauce and then you can put that applesauce in a muffin instead of oil and there you go. Same thing with pumpkin. And I did just share to my email list a delicious pumpkin einkorn muffin recipe. I have talked about einkorn a bunch on this podcast, and if you know, you know, if you've been around, if you're brand new, look up what einkorn is, but I haven't developed any recipes with it yet until these pumpkin ones. That was my own recipe. I did not get that from somewhere because I've been hesitant to do it because number one, I said before, I wanted to learn a little bit better how it worked because it definitely takes different baking soda, baking powder amounts, different liquid amounts because it is a weak gluten flour. So it it is gluten, but it's high protein, weak gluten, and is tolerated for most people who are gluten sensitive, okay? And by the way, I tried to look this up because I had heard about it on a podcast probably a year and a half ago now. It's E-I-N-K-O-R-N because I was looking up like AI and all these different things. So the other reason I was hesitant, number one, I had to figure out how it worked. But number two, I just feel like a lot of you don't have einkorn, but there's no reason that you can't have einkorn. So I order it from jovialfoods.com, but you can order it from wherever. I'm 100% not sponsored by them. If they want to sponsor me, go ahead, Jovial. Love to have you, but <laughs> I don't think that's happening anytime soon. Uh, but the pumpkin einkorn muffins are so good. Once you start using einkorn flour, you're not going to go back. Okay, can't stop talking about it, but I will stop. My brother-in-law makes fun of me all the time. All right, sweet potatoes are harvested in fall. I love sweet potatoes. I My favorite way to do this is actually... I just like, you know, peel them, chop them up, and then I put them in a big like storage bag, Ziploc storage bag, and I just pour in some honey and cinnamon and shake it up because I think that coats it the best. I've done this the lazy way too and just put them on a sheet pan and drizzled the honey over it, but I this is optimal. It takes like one more second. Throw them in a storage bag, throw in some honey or maple syrup you could do it with probably, and some cinnamon, and I shake it up, and then I pour them out on the sheet pan and I roasted it like 375 for 30 minutes or whatever. It depends on how big you're cutting up the sweet potato too because it takes more time when they're bigger. When I kind of almost dice them like into little cubes, they go way faster. So sometimes based on how much time I have, I'll just chop them a little bit smaller so that they go faster. But they're usually like soft and you don't want them to get hard. I will do sweet potato fries and then those you want to, you know, kind of crisp up. But usually the honey keeps them from hardening anyway. But just keep an eye on it. You want them soft and tender and oh my goodness, so good. That really, I mean, I know I add honey to it, but when you want to talk about using whole foods to really like almost as a treat, that that's where it's at, the sweet potatoes. Okay, last one, and as this is harvested late summer through fall, is zucchini. And I saw a really funny meme about this that was like, it's that time of year where you've got to be careful where you go. You, you'll get handed random zucchinis from a neighbor, a mailman, like a distant relative or whatever. It was worded a lot more funny than that, but it's true. We These definitely came in a little bit earlier for us. This was more like beginning of August, I want to say, maybe mid-August. I grew zucchini and it was like out of control. We had so many zucchini. I was giving them away to all of my family. I made a bunch of zucchini muffins and froze them. 
Um, I actually, because I do put the zucchini in my overnight oats, I'm sorry if I already talked about this because I'm getting deja vu here, but I shredded up the zucchini and just froze it in like little sandwich bags shredded. So then when I could make my oats, I just pulled those out and dumped them in. I will tell you, try to pull them out the night before. Like if I'm going to make the oats for tomorrow, I'm going to pull out just a couple bags of zucchini and stick them in my fridge because one time I didn't do that. I'm like, oh, well, I'll just grab it from the freezer and dump it in my oats for the next day. And they were like frozen solid. I could not do that. It did not work out like spinach or something. So I had to add them to my oats in the morning, which was not as good as if it had been with everything all night. So zucchini is another one late summer through fall. And I just went to, again, I'm recording this actually September 22nd it is. I had to look at my phone. I didn't know before when I told you when I was recording this, just kind of, you know, floating through the days here. But I went to the farmer's market yesterday and there was still a bunch of zucchini. So don't know how into fall that goes, but probably again, depends a little bit on your region. So, huh, I think I talked faster than normal in that episode. Judah, I'm sure you heard him at one point. I thought was going to need to wake up and nurse, but he is back to sleeping peacefully. So Thank you for joining us and for plowing through that with me. I hope you utilize some of these. If you do, I would love to see you share it on Instagram. Tag me so I can see it. Or if you have any favorite recipes that you always, you know, turn to utilizing any of these, especially cabbage. If it's unstuffed cabbage rolls, send it to me. (laughs) All right, ladies, thank you for hanging out. I will talk to you next time. Bye.